This episode is brought to you by our patrons, Storm and Suro. If you want to support an episode, head over to patreon.com slash powerplaythrough, where for $10, you can get your name at the beginning of an episode, too. We also got plenty of other fun stuff over there. Thank you, Storm and Suro, for sponsoring this episode of Power Playthrough. This episode is brought to you by our friends Devin Craft and Jeremy Caldwell at Cheshire Cat Art and at the the dot pinstash on Twitter. They are bringing you Forest Mech Pilots enamel pin series on Kickstarter. These pins are in the style of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers with a nice rose tattoo design. Uh, Freddie, what do you have to say about the quality of these pins? Uh, these pins are fantastic. You into pins? Like you really into just sticking like stuff in your in your in your like in your clothes? In in your you like making little holes in your jackets and your and your and your and your shirts, but you never have anything pretty to to cover them up with. Well, they, these are perfect. They'll make little holes for you, and they won't budge. They're perfectly sized for whatever backing you want. So if you want to just stick with the rubber stops or if you want one of those interlocking ones, you want Navy style, you can do that. These are all extremely high quality. Jeremy works firsthand with the production to make sure that these things are pristine. Um, the detail they capture in them is insane. I have I have many. They are they are wonderful and i once he once he told me that they were going to be doing it sentai style i lost my goddamn mind yeah and if you are wondering about the art devin was the writer and artist on sumerian comics neverender um the art's great i would put it tattooed on my body Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. saying a lot because, uh, as you all know, I am the royalty of the Bird King, and it takes a lot to besmirch this canvas. <laughs> I didn't think the Bird King would make an appearance on this, but what am I saying, right? You know, what am I saying? It's always the Bird King. Devin and Jeremy this- have been making pins together for over five years. And they know how to really translate intricate details and beautiful designs into eye-catching pins. They've run over 17 Kickstarters, raising 70K for a variety of comics, graphic novels, pins, and stickers. And their dedication is to you, the backers. So you know that this isn't going to be a Kickstarter where you put your money out there and you just don't get it. Thumb up the butt. No, 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 no. Yeah. No one's doing that to you. I've backed, I've backed Kickstarters uh 15 years ago that i've never seen stuff from and i'm never going to that money is in the wind jeremy is all about collaborations he loves putting the artists in the forefront anything he does he makes sure that the artist is right there like credited right on the back credited on the card um these are these come in limited quantities so you'll also have your limited number on any of them that are serialized devin is his main guy He's worked with him more than anyone else, so it's like this. You know, it's like what what Pippin and Jordan. You know, it's like the Pippin and Jordan of 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 comic artist collaboration with pin maker. <laughs> yeah, and uh, just to show you how serious we are about how much we appreciate these pins, if you back this and tweet at us at Power Playthrough, we will enter you into a contest for a signed copy of the Neverender graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will fulfill that myself. 
Yeah, and I and right. I will th- and I will throw in special treats, mystery treats, and I'm the best person to get mystery treats from. If you want to get these these pins, you just need to go to Kickstarter.com and search Forest Mech Pilot Enamel Pins. Right? Yeah, we'll also have a link for you in the episode description. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> Get in on it quick because this ends March 11th at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So get your things in, tweet at us, let us know that you backed it, and we will send one of you a signed copy of the Never Ender graphic novel plus Freddy's Mystery Treats. What is it? Is it come in a bag? I don't know. You think I'd give that away just for free? No. I think you've got plenty of it lying around. <laughs> Not lying around. You have the power. You are listening to Power Play through a podcast that will respect the wishes of Dapu. My name is Dan. With me is Freddy. What's up? I got me a. Well, I thumbed it. I thumbed it real hard. So it's got a big indentation on it. Mm, it's but a bar of soap, and you're gonna mash the little bar of soap into it. Well, it's got it's got the it's got the um, the build of a bar of soap, hmm? but small. It's a Reese's egg. Ooh. Now, uh, now, now, now I brought now I brought this to like instead of just eating this off Mike, or instead of not like bringing it up, but I specifically waited for us to start recording for me to talk about it is because I wanted to like. Do you think this is from the past Easter? Oh is yes, it, like because we're because because we're in. This is the thing. It's like we're in... We're in Reese's Hearts time. Yeah, yeah. We're in Reese's Hearts time. So I'm like... But they had Reese's eggs up on the on Walmart in the grocery order. And I'm like... Well, I gotta, I gotta explore. I'll get one. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just wondering, like, you think they're getting a head start? I'm actually pretty excited to hear about your taste test on this one. Because... Yeah. If it tastes delicious, yeah, they were getting a head start. Did they put any expiration date on this? Because this is individually wrapped. No, I mean, like, have you have you ever bought a I Reese's believe- from the Dollar Tree? Oh yeah. Okay, so you know I how when you Reese's buy a Reese's from the Dollar Tree, from the Dollar Tree, you know mm-hmm. when you buy a Reese's from the Dollar Tree, um, it tastes dusty, right? Yeah. yeah. That's because it's on the verge of expiration. <laughs> it's got something going on there. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. It does have a. So, if this egg tastes dusty, we yeah. know that they found eggs, well, and they said, <laughs> well, "Let's sell these." Oh, we got to get these out of here. Yeah. 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 They they found eggs and they got to get them out of here. But if it's delicious, it's fucking wabbit season, doggy. Yeah. Yeah. They're making fresh eggs. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Let's see. Oh. Oh, that is immaculate. Oh my god. That is Oh my delicious. god. That is, that is a fantastic. 
nothing dusty about that. Oh my god. We've had we've had the uh why the a why the Reese's shapes are better <laughs> conversation on the pod yeah, before, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. We we've talked an uncomfortable amount of time about the Reese's Reese's shapes. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 holiday shapes. God, the I'll never get over the 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 tennis shoe sole texture on the bottom of chocolate bars. Yeah. I don't know what what's is, is that oh they they on one of those little great things and they pour the chocolate over it, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They're on a vinyl mat. Oh, they're on a vinyl mat? I thought they were on a like you know they go through the chocolate waterfall. I, I think at that point they've been transferred on to a great Yeah. Yeah, but so like, because the bottom base has to be laid first. Yeah, right. Yeah, of course. So of that course. Go, so that's got to go. Like, mm. we lay that on a vinyl mat, and then it goes through a roller. It comes off onto the grate. They put the peanut butter pouch on the top. They they cool they cool it real fast. Yeah, and then they, they, yeah, it rolls through, and then it gets it gets a uh, waterfall. Yeah, that's the fun part. Hmm. That's uh, how it's made, or the the opening of a uh, Willy Wonka. Good Eats with Mark Summers. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is he or Good is Eats he or unwrapped. unwrapped? Unwrapped. Yeah, Mark Summers is unwrapped. Mm-hmm. Who's Good Eats? What's that? Alton Brown. Alton Brown. <clears throat> All right. Alton Alton Brown is um, my. Fi- I mean, other than fucking patron saint of Food Network Guy Fieri and yeah. all white people's idol Bobby Flay. Yeah. Alton Brown is Food Network. He really is. Yeah. Kind of like synonymous with it. Mm-hmm. With for like that short period of time where Mo Rocca was synonymous with fucking Animal Planet. God. Mo Rocca Where'd he go? He's living in my head rent free right now because of the fucking Stanley Christmas. Yeah, where you uh, said about Moroccan Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. That clip has appeared in my social feeds like thirty-two times in the last week, and I watch it to completion every single time. That that was one of our first. We like the saying, or I guess it's not a saying, but we need. You know, we need a tweaked up white boy, you know, mm-hmm. and and I feel like Morocco was America's like first in the like tweaked up white boy, but palatable kind of thing. You know, like he's he's, he's digestible. He's a little, you know, he's a little feminine, but not he's not out. He's not effeminate enough to make. You know, the Bible Belt nervous. So, are you saying can... that Mo Rocca is the reason that Chet Hanks is around? <laughs> well, Mo Rocca made us more comfortable with, with like, tweaked up white boys. The white boy speaking with a patois? Yeah, like, we, they, he made us more comfortable to this breed of white boy. Hmm. And then shortly came Michael Sarah. And we had a, we had another, like, like we, we, we were on a good run of, of like strange white boys. Mm-hmm. And then. Chet Hanks. Chet. 
Chet happened. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but Chet got them fucking 28 inch arms right now. <laughs> Unfortunately, Chet is still happening. Huh. Mm hmm. But you know. You team Chet or team Colin? Who Colin? Is he in a feud with a with Colin? Colin who? Colin Hanks. Oh, His Colin. Brother. Oh, I, for some reason I was like, I I thought of Colin Farrell, and I was like, why is he in a? But then I stopped my impulses and asked, who's Colin? Yeah. Uh, no, I I Colin Hanks all the way. Mm-hmm. Your your team boat shoes. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I'm into it. I'm team Colin yeah. as well. Yeah, I like Colin. He's another. He's another tweaked up white boy. I don't think he's tweaked up. I just think that he is. Okay, like not tweaked up in in not tweaked up like Chet tweaked up, but like Michael Sarah's tweaked up. Okay. Okay. I want, you know, just a funky white boy with a weak ass chin, put together a little weird, tall. You know, well that doesn't have to be tall. Like, got a long frame, but that doesn't necessarily mean they have to be tall. They just have. They could be like average height like michael sarah and be still have like a long put together frame you know what i mean yeah i get you i i appreciate i appreciate that and i think we're due for another one i don't know who it's gonna be because we've had let's see we had peter evans but now he's like you know he's kind of become a serious actor Mm-hmm. And, and and doing all that shit. So he may not be he may not be the one. Uh <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's next, but we need one. No, oh, I I I feel you. I feel you. Um <laughs> We just gotta wait for the next next movie, you know, to pop up and we go that's a funny looking guy, isn't he? You know, and then... you sure it wasn't gonna be the the fucking boy man from from Dune? The boy, the fucking what's his name, Timothy Chalamet? Yeah, yeah, the boy man from Dune. You're right. He is a kind of yeah. He <sighs> the boy man from Dune. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what Chalamet got. He needs to start doing some fucking teen comedies. I'll tell you what. Or is it Tom Holland? Tom Holland. No, Tom Holland is, he's getting, he's currently, he, he, he he's like, he's becoming a wife guy. Oh. Because Zendaya, like, why, why wouldn't he? I, I was figuring that, like, he was getting pratted where, like, everybody was going to love him for a little bit and then find out something about how he hates, how he how he left his beloved wife. <laughs> something, something, something horrible. Can you imagine what happens to like, like well, you, you should, you, like... you should kiss the ground. You should thank God, a God that doesn't exist. You should thank all of the gods every day that you Whichever get to wake up next to Zendaya. Yeah, for real. But God, if that relationship doesn't work out, there's, there is no one. Except for incels that'll be on Tom Holland's side. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm sad to report, Tom. We love you. You're like America's sweetheart right now, mm-hmm. and England's. If, if, 
and England's if, if Zendaya and you don't work out, we're picking her. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but that's like that's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> she you may be pushed towards some some Reddit incel threads, yeah. some rhetoric like that. Yeah, so, because so just I'm I'm telling you now. I know you're a fan of the podcast, Tom, and I know you're listening. Um, you don't you don't pay for the Patreon though. That's why I'm talking to you here, because mm-hmm. you don't hear the Patreon because you won't give us five dollars, even though you know you can afford it. Them, but whatever. Um, just let you know when that happens. If that happens, God forbid. If that happens, I'm not gonna say. I hope when, it doesn't. Uh, I hope it doesn't. I hope. I hope pray I hope. on everything. You two have a bunch of kids. You're together forever. Yeah. You're one Beautiful. of the you're one of the Hollywood stories that you never hear about. Yeah, a you're like stone, Mark you know, Hamill and his 46 year relationship. Nothing to report about because they are happily in love and at peace with that. I hope for that. No, like fully. But if it goes the other way, don't be suckered in to the incel rhetoric. All right. Yes, everyone. Has rightfully picked her, mm-hmm. but that's nothing against you. No, it's just Zendaya. It's Zendaya. Like that's, it's just Zendaya. That's I, it. I that's, have that's a charcoal all... water filter in my fridge. Zendaya does smart water ads on my drive to work. I started buying smart water. <laughs> I've already picked her. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. You know, you come. Sometimes you you come like you become friends with you know the the spouse of 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 your friend. Mm-hmm. We 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 came in on Zendaya's side. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's not exactly like a big betrayal. We still you know we still think you're cool, but we're going with Zendaya because she was here with us. She brought us here. You know that's it. That's that's how it's just gonna have to be. It's crazy too, man, because you're Spider Man, and that holds a lot of weight in my book. Yeah, it's, that's like Dan's favorite fictional character. Holds a it's lot of fucking weight in my book. <laughs> and, it's, um, it's true, but that's just that's just it. That's just what our friendship means mm-hmm. to us with with Zendaya. Mm-hmm. When they started calling Toby Bully McGuire, I was like, no, no, that's mm-hmm. Spider Man. Yeah. When yeah, fucking sure. Andrew started spouting shit about Sony and Sony fired him, I was like, nah, dog, you don't do that. That's Spider-Man. Yeah. He can say what he wants yeah. about you. He's still Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. You and Zendaya break up? Sorry, dog, that's Zendaya. Don't, don't really know you, you know. Don't really know you anymore. I know you're Spider-Man and all, but... There's a, there's a, there's a whole Spider-Verse, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Only well, there's there's not multiple Zendayas. There's no Zendaya verse, you know. Oh, God. So, we can like. It just makes sense, Tom. Don't cry. Don't. This is you know. Let's not get amped up over hypotheticals, over anxious thoughts that haven't taken place, that have no true bearing on reality because they haven't happened, and God forbid they do happen. Let's not cry over that, okay? Let's be strong. Mm-hmm. We have an episode to bring you here today, Tom. Yeah, yeah. And I had a whole thing about soap I wanted to get to, but you know what? Episode 30 of Gekiso Sentai Car Ranger, a shocking debut. 
working cars. Gary would love that. Uh, air date was September 20th, 1996, written by Yoshio Urasawa, directed by Katsuya Watanabe. RV Robo has been captured. What the fuck are we going to do? You know who don't know? The Car Rangers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's they Richie are... Richie Hiker doing? He's reverse engineering RV Robo. He's in. He he's trying to. Uh, well, yeah. He, as we suspected, you know, with their whole Mad Max style, they're definitely gonna. They're they're definitely gonna bozog it up and 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 get some. I don't know. Let's mm-hmm. get some. Uh, let's get some uh, leopard print dash going and uh, get some uh, scrap metal spikes. They got the smartest wumpers working on it. <laughs> the, 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 yeah. The one with the magnifying glass is looking down a tube. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's real good. I like the yeah, one the, that the, just had a gun pointed at the dash. Just like, <laughs> yeah. don't you fucking do it. Yeah, and he's got his and he got his best man. He got his best man Zelmoda on it, mm-hmm. uh, overseeing it. Like he and Grotch. Grotch is in there. Oh yeah, and Grotch is there. Yeah, Grotch is there. Grotch is Grotch is like the man inside the shit with the Wampers. And uh, yeah, like they, they're gonna. They're gonna turn it into a real dirty son bitch. Mm-hmm. You know it. Um, the the Rangers at Pegasus Motors. Are... I just I just, before we go on, I just had a realization. Grotch is dirty, Mike, and those Wumpers are the boys. <laughs> it really is dirty, Mike, and the boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. It's really true. And get a hold of get get a hold of a fucking Prius and just the RV Robo is the Prius because it yeah. runs on fucking car magic. It doesn't run on gas. Yeah, they're just gonna do some. You know, they're gonna have a, themselves a real good time. Mm-hmm. You fucking I, I pack... wump bucket. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, so so it's kind of like the coin the term there. It's a new. It's like a new palatable version of like hobo fuck shack. Wump bucket. Call it a wump bucket. Yeah, that's a wump bucket going on down there. Yeah, and it's a great conversation um, uh, extender. We'll say great conversation extender. Don't open a conversation with it, but it's a great conversation extender, and you can just throw it in. It's like, oh, but I don't go over there. Uh, There's a like a wump bucket there's happening. An old, there, there's an old there's an old car wash over there uh that's that hasn't been in, in that hasn't been in service for for months and months and it's a serious wump bucket situation and they'll stop they'll be like what's a wump bucket and then you explain to them what a wump bucket is where homeless fuck pile yeah yeah a bunch of homeless guys get together and put some d's and a's mm-hmm. Fig- fingers and poopers mm-hmm Lips on some, <laughs> got some lips on some shooters. A lot of a lot of people, a lot of musicians out there playing the skin flute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all it is. Mm-hmm. And you'll have a good laugh, and they'll be like, "Oh, this person's colorful." Yeah, I love. They're what a funny terminology. And, oh that, and you know what? Yeah. This person's colorful is really funny because wumpers come in all different colors. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Wumpers come in all colors, all sizes. Um, it, it'd be Pegasus. terrible if we started calling homeless people wumpers. 
yeah yeah no it's really dehumanizing because they're literally like not human like alien fucking faceless goons you know like they it's 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 pretty dehumanizing but one bucket you know I'll 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 st- I'll stand by that. One bucket is is fine. Yeah. Maybe I won't be calling you know. Uh, homeless people. I won't be calling them wumpers. <laughs> you better not. I won't be calling them wumpers, but I will certainly call a hobo fuck shack uh, a one bucket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At Peg at Pegasus Motors, the Rangers are fucking morose. They're all thinking of what transpired. You know. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, <laughs> they're like, they what lost the, everything. What the fuck? They took it. Dapu yeah. sleeping. Yeah. What do we? Uh-huh. What do we even fucking do? We're out of. We're out of. We're out of answers for this shit. Along comes Ichitaro and his friend, who's visiting, and it's pretty funny because it's like, hey guys, we're the subplot. You know, we came in. Um, you <laughs> want to know what's going on in her life? She's gonna she's gonna be picking up a, a Japanese dictionary mm-hmm. from the book fair, and and no one gives a fuck. They're yeah. not even moving or reacting to her, and she's going up to each one of them like, "Hey, subplot here. I'm here. Come on, look at me. <laughs> Isn't this interesting? I'm. <laughs> you haven't seen me before. You have though. For my character, I, I was the little girl that was a liar at from Rindo Lake. Oh, that's her. Yeah. Oh man. Well, like, yeah, she's got a... That's well, Natsumi's little role. friend. Yeah, we got... She's got a whole little story going on here, but no one cares because they're too depressed because they lost their big robot to, to the Wumpers. To the Wumpers and, and that goddamn Richie Rich hiker. Mm-hmm. Double Rich. Um, so the kids go like, well, fuck it. <laughs> and they leave. Back at... um, Back on... uh. I'm always going to forget Barbarian. the name of Barbarian. Thank you. Back at Barbarian, fucking Richie has all the Wumpers. He's trying to smarten up the Bozog gang. And mm-hmm. he has them studying. Reading, yeah, studying up, reading books, because one, they just need to be smarter. They are, the, the bar is, the average intelligence is just way too low for his liking. You know, being a, a tactician and shit, and now being fucking, now having all his, now, now having all his abilities amplified by the darkness. Yeah. He's, he, he's now just like, all right, new regime, we're, everyone, study up, you gotta get smarter. Also, you need to know how to work on this tech that we got from when we, you know, absconded with RV Robo. But they're all reading manga. Yep. And he's like, you're reading fucking comics? No. 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 He fucking disintegrates one of them. Yep. He just one he th- fucking disintegrates <laughs> a wumper. And oh. <laughs> it's fucking wild, dude. Like he just straight like he just bursts into flames and and like all that's left is the burning manga and ash. And like it's it's pretty pretty vicious. Mm-hmm. That was murder. That was the straight, like that was the first like wump murder we we've we've seen, and it was brutal. And he's like, "All right, you motherfuckers, I need to get you even even harder text now. You're gonna get you're gonna get some you're gonna get the heavy shit 
and you're going to be cramming. He was mm-hmm. like, ah, of course, I'm going to pick those up at the World Book Fair that, that's going down right now on Ursh. And sure enough, it is the very same World Book Fair that Ichitaro and his little friend are going to. This building that's like... Her name's Emmy. Emmy. This building that's built like like a sheer ramp, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like, a, like a... It's there for one one bit only, but... <laughs> yeah, it's built like a ramp. It's yeah. like straight up built like a ramp. Just a very uh, steep one. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're that, like, did you, you know, that's kind of like becoming, or it has become a fun, nostalgic thing where a lot of people, like, think back on the book fair at school and get real, like, excited and say, like, man, you know, like, I always wanted to just, like, go buck wild, but I never got money, or there were the kids that did get money and they bought a whole bunch of shit, and, like, what, how, did you, did you do the book fairs thing? Um, no, because, uh, being a comic book kid, uh, I got comics every Wednesday. So, like, most kids, when they went to the book fair, bought, like, fucking Garfields and Heathcliffs and, um, Mm -hmm. Calvin and Hobbes, Mm -hmm. like, all the picture Mm -hmm. books and shit like that, that were always available to me. Yeah. Um... I was, oh, whenever the book fair came around, it, because you got a catalog like a week before to bring home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you can plan and shit. Mm-hmm. And um, because I would get a couple of comics every week, I wasn't allowed to pick out a comic thing. I had to pick out a book to read. So, like, I don't really have fond memories of the book fair because it it wasn't like, oh, this is the time. I'm about yeah. to get so many fucking Calvin and Hobbes books because uh, I would head down to to Kamikaze or Silver Cactus Comics and pick up pick up a couple Spider Men, pick up pick up a yeah. Batman stuff like that. Like, I know my sisters have really fond memories of the book fair because they weren't readers. So they'd get my mm-hmm. parents to spend a bunch of monies, bench a, a bunch of monies. Ugh. They'd get my parents to spend a bunch <laughs> of money on books that they yeah. that they were never going to read. Yeah, I get you. I get you. I get you. I feel like I don't know. Every That's time how I got to read hit, all the Garfields and the Calvin and Hobbes a, because my <laughs> sisters got them. A lot of a lot of peaks and valleys in in. In the status of my family's, like, the financial status of my family was always peaks and valleys. Mm-hmm. There, that's what I'm trying to say. Where it seemed like we would have periods where we were poor and then periods where we're okay. We weren't flush with money, but we were okay, you know? And then we'd be poor. Mm-hmm. And it, like, it just it felt like that's just how it worked, you know? And, and I remember... Book fairs don't have really strong, like, they have strong connotations with them, exciting ones, but also right under there was great disappointment because I could never get anything because I didn't have any money because the book fair seemed to always hit, like, during a period when, you know, my parents just couldn't do it. I did, like, I wanted Goosebumps. 
mm-hmm. I wanted goosebumps, and I wanted um, forgot what they were called. I would get, I would get a. I I think I'm wrong because I remember being able to get a goosebumps and an animorphs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's some that's that is like cream of the crop shit right there. Like you get yourself some goosebumps. Like I mean, I feel like every kid I knew, including myself, collected goosebumps, but like not any of them like read them. You know, it's like why would you read them? The show's on now. Yeah. So Just so yeah, no, I mean I was getting them. It was prior to show that we were getting. getting yeah, yeah. Goosebumps. I w- I like I remember they they like I was getting them back in California. So I must have been like four or something like that. You know what's crazy, though, is that like I remember that like from third grade on, it was you couldn't do a book report on Goosebumps. And I was like, why? It's still reading. Yeah, that's stupid as shit, dude. Yeah, that's whole. Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm starting to remember that too. I'm starting to remember that there was like something in place like that where you couldn't do it on Goosebumps and you couldn't do it on Animorphs. Yeah, like there was always like can't do it on comic books. Yeah, 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 got it, whatever. But then like yeah, you couldn't do it on Animorphs, you couldn't do it on Goosebumps, and it was just like, why? And you know, it's probably strictly because of the TV shows where they were like, well, the kid will just watch the sh- TV show and just you know give a report on that but even then is that isn't that working the same muscle uh, you know like i mean you're not reading right you're not reading but the part of the essay part you know is is extrapolating like what you learned right what you fucking digested and 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 putting it to paper in a coherent way right like giving a Given, uh, giving a rundown of what happens in, in there and what you learn from it. Isn't that working like the same muscles? So why? No, I mean, like, it's supposed to be a memory retention thing, too. Like, you read, and th- and that, like, you read the book same. over two, three days, and then you have to write yeah. a book about it. How well can you hold on to day one's memory of the book? Mm-hmm. Well, like, watching, be the same- watching a an hour long haunted mask doesn't really like work. You, well, I mean, but like, it's not like you could fucking replay it. You know, we didn't have like DVRs or anything like that. Yeah, but you got a like, you had a VCR. Oh well, yeah, you had the VCR, but I'm like, I don't know. I I think that's. I well, all right. The core thing is, I think that's bullshit. Like, you should be able to give book reports on Goosebumps and Animorphs. And even if they do, like, uh, like I think you should be able to do that. And I also think that the, if the reason was because there's TV shows of them, of those books, of those specific books, then, like, I think that's bullshit, too. Because I think it's still achieving what you want to achieve, which is how well the kid can, like, fucking ingest, you know, like, media literacy, you know? And I think, I I don't know, I like, the, the memory retention, you got you got something there. You got something there, yeah, I can see that. But, like, I feel like it's working the same muscle. I feel like it's working the same department of your brain, and and it shouldn't be a big deal. I mean, just get the kid to fucking write, you know? Just get the kid to write and think. That's all you need. I remember... Get that little, fu- get that little fucker to think. I remember in 10th grade, um, having a conversation with my teacher, Mr. Kelly, and 
he was like, well, you don't read that much. And I go, I read more than anybody in this class. I guarantee it. And he's like, how many books have you read? I was like, I probably read two books. And someone went, I've read five books. And I go, but I've read probably 600 comic books this year. They're like, well, comic books don't count. And I go, why? It's reading. There's pictures. Yeah, it's visual storytelling. I don't know what to tell you. I, I read hundreds of comic books. I'm, I read more than people here. You're reading. Yeah, you're yeah. reading. Yeah, that's bullshit. Like, it, like, the whole demonization of... Am I saying that right? Yeah. Is it demonization? You Why don't, am I feeling you don't, like it's not? You don't pronounce the I the way you are? It's just like demonization, not demonize, demonization, not demonization, demonization, demonization. I don't know. I kind of like it the way I say it. Demonization. Hmm. It, it's, we'll vilify. It's once, we'll go with that. Yeah, it's once you add the Asian to it that it's demonization. Asian. Asian. But like, if you were gonna oh, say add some Asian to it, then, oh damn, add some Asian to it. Okay. Okay, Carrie. Okay, Mr. <laughs> Carrie. Some kind of Asian. Asian. <laughs> um, I'm adonization. Oh, I'm all because like, if you because if you were gonna say I'm, demonized, yeah. I'm I'm Zation. Oh, I'm Zation. I'm going to Jupe Town. Uh, you are going to Jupe Town. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid though to fucking vilify the reading of comic books. Get that little fucker to read. That's it. I actually had a conversation with a parent about a week ago where he was like, yeah, I'm trying to get my, uh, I'm trying to get my kid to read more. And I was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, get these, get these manga. And he goes, no, they need to read books. And I go, no, man, this is the gateway drug. Yeah. It's like, what do you mean? And I go, how old are they? And they're like, they're like 13. And I go, yeah, if you give them books, it's going to feel like punishment. Mm -hmm. Give them a, give them the manga. Yeah. For and, real. Uh, like li- they'll they'll get into books. It's just like I can like consider the comic book store a drug den of reading. He's like, what do you mean? Like people read these things and cannot break themselves of it. Yeah. It's a gateway drug for sure. It's a it like also I've 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 like I've been seeing more and more about people that like, have you seen that like Apple test, the visualize the Apple thing? Yeah. Where it's like, it's like a psych test or not a psych test. It's like, just like, just like a mental test thing, you know, just like a little, little, little thing you can, they have people do where you tell them to visualize an Apple and then they'll present like there's like four images, right? And and like and some people can't they'll and there'll be four images of like four typical um imaginings of an apple, visualizings of an apple in a person's head, right? Mm-hmm. Going off what they've been told. And like for a lot of people, a surprising amount of people, they're just like they 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 can't they can't do it. Like they can't it's it's weird to think about that because being a very like in my head person, it's wild. Like I can you tell me to think of an apple, 
motherfucker, I can I can feel the meat of that apple against my gums. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm, I'm I'm biting into it. You know, I, I I see it crystal clear. You know, and I'm not saying I'm not saying that like makes me better or anything. It's just I never thought of that. I never thought of that. That's like some people just literally can't visualize things like that, and I think that's like a big problem for a lot of kids going into books. You know. Yeah. And I think like comics are a perfect bridge to that because you don't have to visualize it all on your own. You know, you you have the dialogue and you see it play out. You know, like you you read the dialogue and you see it play out. No, I mean, like reading comic books essentially taught me. uh, Taught me taught me imagination. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's that's perfect way to put it. Yeah. Like, I think. I didn't realize that that's something that, that that sometimes does have to be taught, you know, and that's that's interesting. That's really interesting. There's like people out there that don't even access those faculties and not because they're like dumb or anything, just like it's just not something they've ever had to fucking do. But also like do, you know? when you have a kid, do you think like Man, this is such a weird question. Uh, I guess any parents that are listening can answer this. Do you, did it ever occur to you that you have to teach your child how to imagine things? Like, and it, how, the way you teach it, is, I guess, is like reading books to them or something like that, teaching them how to play with toys? Telling, telling them stories, yeah, and like, yeah, showing them toys and like how to, because, like maybe letting you know, letting sure... the Ghostbuster fight Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think there's like there probably is something there's there probably is something to do with it where like the frequency of people that can imagine has increased over time because of just we've become so much more um, like we we have we have so much more media at our fingertips now, right? Mm-hmm. We, we like we have YouTube, we have Twitch, we have all these means to have things projected to us and we can just view them, we can just see them, you know, and like, you know, like and I'm sounding like kind of like boomer rhetoric. I'm not saying that that shit has ruined, you know, people's minds. I'm saying it's just we are a person that grew up in an age that is so visual heavy like a generation Z person, you know, mm-hmm. will like I could see why they they would they would need to be taught imagination or like they wouldn't have as vivid of an imagination as someone that grew up before it or grew up right between like, you know, millennials had the unique thing of growing up both with and without. You know, we were we grew up where there was still just, you know, we had books and we had our action figures video games were a scarcity, you know, they were there, but they weren't as vivid, you know, as they would become, obviously. And, you know, an internet wasn't a thing until it was a thing. Yeah. So like, so it, it would make sense that like that shit has changed over time. And yeah, like I would, I would think now, like if I had a kid, I would teach him. I think I would like, I would actively take a hand in trying to teach them imagination. They're like, imagine, like you said, like fucking, 
you're you know this is Venkman, you know, and and this is this is Wolverine, this is Logan, right? Yeah. You know, and, you know, <laughs> like, and here's here's Raphael, and um, and you know what? Here's Barbie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like exactly. Figure it out. It was interesting. It was very, very interesting, and we had this very interesting moment in between. Uh, very interesting thing to to be. The tangent. Yeah, very interesting tangent to to happen right before this fucking building gets <laughs> gets terrorized. Um, so they're at the book fair, and yeah, Brock King and Richie Rich are on their way to fuck it up. They get the Bozok alert at Pegasus Motors, but they're like, we need to answer that, but what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. We can't just fight them with, you know, we can't just fight them with our guns, you know? We can't just, we need, we need, we need RV Robo. Yeah. And, and you know what? You fucking know what? Kyosuke has a Red Ranger moment Dude, Where he's like, this this was like a really big moment. Like, as like as Natsumi goes, why are we even going to do this? We don't have RV Robo. There's no real chance. And when yeah. Kyosuke steps up and goes, no, yeah. we're the Car Ranger. Even if we know we we're going to lose, we have to fucking step up. Yeah, we answered a call. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We're still yeah, exactly. It's a big moment. Yeah, yeah, like he's and that that is, was a character defining speech for him. Yeah, and and I also like that it was a lot. It was it was also doing it through more through characteriz- characterization of another with Natsume, who's shown time and time and again that she's very pragmatic, mm-hmm. but she's got you know she's she's got the heart in there too, and and, and you know she's she, like I. I liked how that all played out. It was like surprisingly in this very, you know, in this very goofy series and in a pretty goofy episode, which could be looked at as a throwaway moment right there, but it was honestly one of the most important character beats of the series. Yeah. 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 For sure. For sharks elsewhere. Speaking of goofy, Gynamo and uh, Zonette are still like just, Trying to fit into civilian life, well, walking around. They're like looking for a place, and they see this sign for a karaoke bar that's hiring, and yeah. they're okay with hiring a live-in couple. Mm-hmm. And Ganmo's like, "Yeah, we could do that." And Zonette's like, "I don't want him to think we're a fucking couple." Yeah, Ganmo <laughs> goes, "Father and daughter." He goes, "No, no." Grandfather and granddaughter. Yeah, and he's and, like, fine, I'll take it. She didn't even, like roof above their head. She just she wanted to make it clear, uh, uh-uh. uh, you know, like don't. My heart belongs anyone, to Red Racer. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't want anyone to make the mistake. It doesn't matter if that means having a place to live. Y'all should know that I am not with him. Mm-hmm. But so like this. This flyer is is in front of a fucking like pachinko house, and we hear the like the winning ding ding dings and shit, and out comes the master himself. Yeah, victory. Yeah, that's <laughs> got, like, a... so good. <laughs> he 
he has a paper bag of some shit mm-hmm. and he just strolls out and everyone's look like well gynamo and so then are like what the fuck you know like that's that's the i i guess they know who the vrv master is but but yeah the vrv master just came out of the pachinko hut with 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 his winnings yeah. and he's going to he's going somewhere the rangers are getting ready but still you know not sure what their like plan of action is going to be when vr vrv master shows up and he's like he gives the same shit before he's like who when they ask who he is mm-hmm. and he does that like my you know my friend my foe and my lone wolf who fucking knows? Yeah. Anyway, but you guys, you know, are without. You guys are without right now. You might as well use the the VR machines that I that I brought with me. Yeah, I brought the giant cars from space. And, uh, <laughs> the giant car- <laughs> and they're like, "All right, we'll go with you." And he takes them where. The fucking dome, baby. The dome, baby. Yeah, he takes him to the Tokyo Dome, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And and they're questioning, like, why are we at the fucking Tokyo Dome? And he takes them into this, like, secret room. He goes, where it's kind of very O-Ranger, actually. Yeah, it's definitely a reused set. Uh, and he goes, this is the biggest garage in space. Um, you guys should have no problem piloting these. These are going to be the VRV robos. What What is VRV? And he goes, victory. Ranger vehicle. He's like, oh, okay. Red. Yeah, and he's show. Yeah. Here is a uh, V fire. V fire. He's like, yeah. Why a fire truck? He's like, eh. you know, uh, yellow. No blue. V yeah, police. V and he's police. like, he's like, really a police car. I love. Oh god, I love. We it. hit up Minoru. <laughs> he goes v for you. Dump. V dump. And he turns around. And goes. Didn't expect that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Minoru was like kind of like on Facebook because he's just like looking at the monitor and he sees a giant ass dump truck. Mm-hmm. It's all dump truck, huh? Didn't see that coming. And he's just kind of kind of cheery about it. Natsumi and, gets uh, hit with V Dozer. V Dozer, yeah. And uh, it, Pink gets V V uh, ambulance. Yeah, or was it called V Rescue? No, it's V Ambulance. Yeah, V yeah, Rescue is probably right. She doesn't get it, but then she's like, wait a minute. Dapu said... <laughs> hey, and then friendly the aliens might show up and offer you stuff. Don't trust them. They might be Bozok. <laughs> yeah, basically, just a, just a rule of thumb. Yeah. He, like She says, like, before Dapu went to sleep, this is what he said. And who knows when this took place. But, yeah, it's just Dapu's like, any fucking, any goddamn smooth-talking aliens come down to Earth and offer you stuff that sounds too good to be true, watch out. Don't trust them. They may be Bozak. Yeah, so, so <laughs> Kyosuke is super serious. He's all, we gotta follow the words of Dapu. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, he, and they start to leave. He goes, and, and no he, matter what? Yes. Very well. <laughs> and then just as they he, leave... He gives them, he gives them his winnings from Pachinko, mm-hmm. which are you gotta explain what these are. They're they're just they're just candy drops. They're um I actually have. Give me one second. Oh, no. <laughs> I hope that. Was, <laughs> I hope you leave that in. I actually have a tin of those drops in the room. Oh, uh, yeah. So he hands him each a tin of that. That was his winnings at Pachinko. 
they're and they're just hard candies. Uh, <laughs> like they come in different flavors, like grape, lemon, strawberry, orange, all that. <laughs> Apple. Yoko goes when she's like, "Oh, you know, drops," and then he's like, "Pachinko drops," and and she's like, "Wait a minute." Dapu also said, and then flashback again, Dapu's like, unless they give you these drops, they're delicious. They're good. Those are good folks. They they may they remind me of Planet Hazard. They smell like my mom and yeah. dad. <laughs> yeah. And then Kyosuke once again is like, follow the word of Dapu. <laughs> so like he's like, all right, we'll pilot your machines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is it's like in you know, in the like middle a, of a perfectly serious episode. Yeah, like shit's happening and the car ranger do nothing to throw yeah. this fucking. We'll trust the word of Dapu. <laughs> it's like because it really is like how do we do this? You know, it's like they just fucking do it. That's how because Dapu told him this. You stupid fuck. Yeah, you know, Dapu. Dapu had him prepared for this very moment, you know. Like, it's like it's it's amazing because, like we said, we just had like a pretty serious character moment, you mm-hmm. know. And like you know, where it's like you know the Rangers, they still got to answer the call no matter what. You know, we're we're gonna do this even if it means our death. And here comes you know the VRV master, and we know this is serious business, and he shows in the vehicles, and the theming of the vehicles is a little weird. But they be and so they're they're making jokey jokes about that, and then then it just <laughs> and then they just have this whole thing. It's like, well, how does he earn the trust of the Rangers? How can they trust him? Oh, let's have this dialogue of Dapu explaining that he told him not to trust any strange aliens unless they gave him unless they they favored these these specific candy drops. And that'll that'll be it. That's like and they're like, all right. I feel like it, they worked backwards. It definitely or feels like, like okay. So he's going to give it to him. Well, how do we get him there? Uh, he approaches them, but like he came in, he comes in, introduces himself, says, "Am I a friend? Am I a foe?" You'll never know. Like he comes in with that shit, and then you're like, why do they trust him? Yeah, yeah. He's, his whole thing is mysterious. Is it because of Dapu? Mysterious stranger that could be playing either side. But yeah, they just Dapu it away. They just Dapu, Dapu explanation away. Mm-hmm. And and you know what? It's the most fitting thing for the fucking series, and I love it. And I love Kyosuke's like as as serious as he gets throughout the scene where 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 he's where he lets him know you know we're we're following the words of Dapu, you know, and yeah. So they. Get their vehicles. He launches the Vic, the Vic trailer, which is as as we know from you know uh, as we know from Turbo, which was the the carrier Zord for the rescue vehicles. Artelatron. Artelatron, yes sir. And God, I still love the look of this thing. Mm-hmm. It's fucking massive. It's just a big like it is just like a big trailer with fucking with five um, compartments in it for each each fucking vehicle. And yeah, they they roll up, they they uh, open the bays, the vehicles go into action, and they're gonna fight Brocking and stop him from fucking destroying destroying the book fair, yeah, <laughs> or the book fair building, whatever it's called. Well, Inside, mostly from killing Ichitaro and Emmy. Yeah, 
Yeah, Emmy and Ichitar are inside and rocking. The Rangers get in action and they, they like, we see the, like, the abilities of the vehicles, which I fucking adore. We first see V-Fire using the high-pressure water cannons on it to Blastoise rocking while um, V-Police ramps off the fucking building and just hits rocking in the mouth with its entirety mm-hmm. rocking slaps it away and at that point that's where Minoru's like now it's my turn to get in the action and i fucking love i don't i don't vividly remember these vehicles like i know these vehicles i have these fucking zords literally a couple of feet from me you do like yeah when did you get that fucking i, I i've had it for a long time the whole the whole setup the only thing i'm like missing is like one of the uh was one of the antenna on artillotron uh got chewed off by either dog or child i don't know you, you even have <laughs> fucking artillotron yeah how come i've never known this i don't know what other swords you have i used to... um i have i have those and i have uh the shogun megazord and i have the ninjetti megazord and I have um, light speed, and I also have light. No, no, no. I don't have light speed. What am I saying? I don't have light speed rescue. I have fucking overdrive, and I have um, jungle fury. That's one of my favorite I have, megazords. I love that dude. Yeah, you're talking uh, about. Yeah, are you talking about the gorilla, the gorilla penguin zebra one, or do you have the three cats? The three cats. Okay. Yeah. I do have the I do have the bat and the was it have, the elephant? Do you have the bat? American ones or the Japanese ones? American okay. ones. Yeah. Like I bought these retail. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah. Like I used to collect the Zords, but then I, I wanted to focus on collecting carrier Zords and I had Tor, Titanus, Artillotron, and I was missing Pyramidus. Yeah, you know, Pyramidus. I never got Pyramidus. Um, and now I'm in the process of selling Titanus because he's in box and all that. Oh so. yeah, you're gonna get a get a mint for him. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. But um, yeah, yeah, I used to, I, yeah, I love the fucking Zords. But this one, yeah, this one, I always is one of my favorites to fucking play with, and I vividly know it as a toy. I don't remember the episodes like how they played out, how they looked. I don't know if they used this footage specifically but minoru comes rolling up fucking just romping over everything like a monster truck and comes across the walkway as brocking is chasing i want to say v rescue or v ambulance mm-hmm. but he comes across like he cuts across their path and just dumps like a bunch of big rubber ball bearings like big rubber pellets like all over and fucking home alone's <laughs> brocking makes him fall on his fucking ass and i'm just like oh right on <laughs> brocking gets real fucking pissed so he uh cuts the building in half and ichitaru and uh emmy are like holding each other and ichitaru thinks it's like a good time to confess his love and and tries to tries to kiss on emmy who fucking says like this is I don't know what the fuck you're thinking. Get off me. And um, Rocking has the building and tosses it. But 
um, V Dozer uses its shovel to catch it, and it's fucking dope. Yeah, and it hands it hands it over to uh, hands it over to Minoru, who, who who takes it in the in the in the dump and fucking and carries him off to safety, while um, Natsume has like a like a fucking I don't know like just a test of might test of strength between her and Brock King where she's using the shovel to push back against Brock King and the best part comes fucking V rescue V ambulance we'll figure it out you know she comes and this feature I wish was on the fucking toy she produces a giant syringe gun mm-hmm. and shoots him in the fucking ass and we get this Tex Avery eyeball pop on Brocking yep because his because his booty just got <laughs> his booty just got stung mm-hmm he just got his tetanus shot. Um, I'm actually reading up on the Turbo episode right now, and um, the Bulk and Skull are in the Emmy and Ichitaru spot because they're giving like a monster oh. tour. Wonderful. Yeah, and um, the because I guess Lieutenant Stone, after his career as a detective fails he's like a monster tour guide and i guess on his tour he guarantees the sight of the power rangers or a monster one or the other yeah but like there's a lot of american footage in this one because you know there's no wumpers that there has to be like a piranatron thing uh yeah for sure but you know the fight's the same and when the phantom ranger creates like a magic hole in the sidewalk that takes him into that little room where he explains all the the rescue zords to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Demetria yeah. and Alpha 6 can't get in contact with the rangers. Mm. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll eventually get back into we'll eventually get back into action and and um pick up where we left off with Power Rangers for sharks. But it's very interesting <sighs> to, I mean, it's, it's been a pleasure. It's been an absolute pleasure um, seeing Turbo in another light, mm-hmm. you know, just getting the car rangers here. Yes, yeah, he gets like, after the syringe shot, um, now really fed up, the mo- he like tail whips or he knocks loose. I forgot how, but the there's gas a tank. big, yeah, there's a big fucking oil, like, yeah, it's, it's a big sphere, industrial, um, why can't I think, oil tower, yeah. you know, <laughs> one of those many, one of those things that Godzilla blows up on the regular mm-hmm. and fucking balls it towards the Rangers and uh, Kiyosuke uses the water pump once again to blast it back at, uh, blast it back at Brocking and it gets wedged between his legs and he can't move because the needle paralyzed him and we get this beautiful shot that's pulled all the way back of the brocking suit getting ejected into the air yeah it's fucking wonderful and he team rocket he literally team rockets off and fucking lands on barbarian it's tremendous (laughs) already influenced by their alien friend with drops all of the rangers hit VRV Masters finger victory pose. Yeah, they they meet up with him 
who says, ah, you know. No, there after... is a point during the fight where he's like, yeah, after this, I will bring you a bittersweet treat. And they're like, what the fuck <laughs> is he talking about? Yeah, and he shows up with a bag, and and um, and he's like, what do you say? After a bath or a battle, this is the best way to relax. Yes. And he and he hands them all, which just looks like lattes. Like this, like it looks like iced coffee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, that's it's a, it. That's what it is. But it's very much a fucking Uncle Jushin Thunder Liger move. Because Cody Rhodes was on a podcast and he told this story about how in New Japan, after a match with uh, Jushin, he said, come with me. And he walked him to a vending machine. He said, anything you want. (laughs) And then he bought Cody anything he wanted out of the vending machine. It's very much an Uncle Jush move. (laughs) Yeah, and also, it's like, was this like an advert for whoever this coffee company is? No, because they they didn't show anything on it. They had these really cool, like, most Japanese um, items. They have a very, like, they have a very neat and satisfying uh, ingenuity to the way you open them. Mm -hmm. Because they just pop one side it, it makes a nice lovely pop and then you flip it and then you flick it with your thumb and it and they and it goes flying off and the label goes flying off and like becomes the sunset in the air yeah it becomes the sunset and then the rangers all pose at, at, like in front of it drinking this beverage and like i i would think like the lo- this is where the logo comes across Fucking Kyosuke's manner of drinking, by the way, is awesome. He does this whole fucking, like, rear back before, <laughs> before like, indulging. That, no, I thought that I that know. was fucking goofy as hell. Like, they were just like, I was like, what the hell is happening? Yeah, like, it, it must be. A, because they do show the top. They do show that, that lid, and it flies. And it's, it's not super legible, but there's definitely writing there and shit. And I, and I... I imagine it says like you know whatever it is milk coffee or something mm-hmm. you know but like uh, but I'm sure it also says uh, I can't I can't fathom that this isn't also like a product placement thing. It, Let me read the wiki and see if there's any anything to it. Felt, it felt like a like a Mentos commercial, you know, of old. Can you believe we're only 18 weeks to the finish? Man. Cruising along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus, I think we'll be on Mega Ranger. In 19 weeks. Yeah, we're going to be on... Man, Mega Ranger Summer is on the way. That's crazy. Yeah, like, that has to be product placement. Like, I can't believe... Like, it, it just... I'm looking for the bottle right now because there was no... Uh... There was nothing. Maybe it was just a real, just like... That's a... <laughs> Someone had a hair up their ass or like, you know what? I want the... You know, like, what if we just have the Rangers drink their milk, milk coffee in front of the sunset and 
call it a day. And that's what they shot. And okay. <laughs> um, good episode though. Good episode overall, obviously. Like, Again, like only no... one bad episode of this show so far. Yeah, yeah. This was uh, very enjoyable. The lowest Funny, rated Sentai. Stuff. Yeah, lowest rated Sentai. Just fucking consistently delivering, baby. Mm-hmm. You know what also it consistently delivers on? And Tell, Are you going to give me a traffic safety tip? Yeah, I'm going to give you a traffic safety tip. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Okay, give me a traffic safety tip. Let's see if I agree. All right, baby. First, who gives this one? All right, baby. Who gives this one? This is a combination effort between... uh, This is a combination effort between, uh, like, the whole crew. Okay. I mean, they're not all saying it, but they're there. Okay, because I got to tell you, anytime Minoru gives a traffic safety tip, I'm I'm pretty (laughs) much against it. Well, yeah, I would never take advice from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this one right here, y'all. This one right here. Pay attention. So, if you're walking on the sidewalk as a group, mm-hmm. keep, don't spread out. Keep yourselves narrow on that sidewalk. Okay. Now, I'm of two minds. Mm-hmm. Because... They're talking I know about. You like to make yourself as wide as possible. Well, they are talking. If you are in Japan, mm-hmm. yes, very much so. There's always people walking, and you do need to be polite, and you do need to give room to others. Yeah. Uh, here in Nevada, where in people America, don't walk, you bitch out whoever's coming at you. your your boy party, or. Or you, or your pussy party, or <laughs> your dims and days party. Yeah, your your whatever you got party. Non, your non your non binary finer. Mm-hmm. Is it called a whatever non? Is it on. called a non binary when it's a group of non binary people? Is it a non binary refinery? Oh, that's pretty good. Well, that sounds like you make them, but like that's pretty good. It, they turn like other it. people non binary. Just that's by true. Being there. That's true. Yeah, just by being around them. You, yeah, maybe I'm 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 okay with it. That sounds get good. that going. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll make it make it work. But in, in, yeah, in America though, you see someone else coming on that, you make them step off or you make them walk around. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the way it or, works. You you have to appear dominant. You stand your fucking ground, and they'll split for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you make them. I think. <laughs> I think there is like a decorum to it. It's like if you are in a group and you see someone coming the opposite way, um, you as a group, it's usually polite to split for them. Um, if you don't split for them, yeah, that's a different message. There's, hmm, there's a, it's, it's very, the thing is, what we're trying to get across here, it's very much a different jungle. Mm-hmm. Uh, on on these on these American sidewalks, yeah. Uh, but like, if you are on the streets of Tokyo, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. This, this 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 is. I think this is just good in general too, though. Like, it's, like it's it's a good thing to keep in mind when you're walking in a group on the sidewalk. Just mind that side. That's you know with the cars. Just mind it. You know because you don't want to. 
you don't want to be too wide and then like your friend gets final destination by a big old truck you know or mm-hmm. you know gets clipped by a side view mirror or something like that you know it's 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 good shit to keep in mind yeah I mean, some of those trucks, you know, there's that's a lot of weight, and they coming by pretty fast. They could suck you right I'd up. Welcome it. Suck you right up under them tires. Yeah. I'd what? That beast don't care. <laughs> I'd welcome it. I ain't fucking heard you. <laughs> you get fucking mashed up. You get gnashed and mashed by that big semi's wheels, mm-hmm. and that's it for you because you didn't listen. I look like what I'm allergic to. Just be just a. <laughs> Just to spread a strawberry Dan all over the ground. <laughs> oh, that's, that's cute because you're allergic. Yeah. That's why I said it. But it is strawberry Dan. Mm-hmm. It is strawberry Dan, dude. The death of Dan. Yes. Just, just. <laughs> huh. Yeah, don't. Be careful. If you if you have the lust for life, uh, walk, walk narrow. On the on the sidewalk, don't get sucked up into those big old tires. You don't want to be there. Here comes the Senta truck with all the fucking paper towels, and toilet paper, and and kitchen supplies. Yep, <laughs> it's coming through, and it will fucking eat you. Well, that's our show for the day. We bring you new episodes every week. Uh, if you liked this and you're like, man, I want a little bit more of that boy party, of that non-binary refinery, all of it, I want more, head over to patreon.com slash power playthrough where for just a dollar, one, just one fucking dollar, you can listen to next week's episode right now um but for five dollars you can what can you do with five dollars here on the patreon um here's exactly what you can do we'll bitch out your ears you know we're gonna put so we're gonna just fucking line up the podcasts on your fucking sidewalk in between those headphones that you're wearing Mm -hmm. and then when you're like i gotta get through it We'll split for you because we're the bitches. <laughs> yeah, you just take those headphones off. We're not there anymore. Yeah. But thank you for the $5. <laughs> Between those pods, we'll turn that brain into the discovery zone. I'll be bouncing all over that fucking net, that the net that I could never traverse. You know what? Because my balance is bad. You know what's funny is, is that. I had to go to a Lee's discount liquor to pick up a gift for someone recently. And it used to be a it did zone? used to be a discovery zone, and I was telling Bryn all about the discovery zone. No, it's uh, fucking Lee's. Oh. It's fable. What a fable! <laughs> like I, I would love it if Lee's kept like some purple. I wish that they. The one thing I wish they would have kept is that slide that had like all the colorful rollers on it. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucking. Oh, well, yeah, I don't know. what The, the Great Pincher is what I always called it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you, you watch your fingers, mm-hmm. watch your fingers, because that's the that's the kitty mangler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the, the, that's but it's it's basically just like you want to pretend you're an Amazon package. You yeah, know? You just fucking slide down that motherfucker. Oh, man, the Discovery Zone was something else. What a time. What a time. And fucking. As we got more health conscious and 
started thinking, how dirty are these places? How dirty are play places? Yeah. After that, we decided that we would listen to the band that created our theme song, Rainer. Head over to rainer.bandcamp.com, breakcheck.bandcamp.com, where uh, you can download our intro to the pod if you just can't get enough of the sweet, sultry sounds of Danny in your ear. Just Rory, just uh, playing the bass and the guitar. Oh, come on. <laughs> Uh, like you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't like he he he's taking a bass for a while. Yeah, yeah, doing. but you know Rory's married, and his, those fingers are for his fucking wife. They're not for you. <laughs> no, they're not. For no, those those are for his wife. And when I look at Rory's fingers, I look respectfully. Yeah. All right, you made your case, and I and I, I have I I I understand it now. And you know what? I understand it. You were you were coming, you were you were you were talking about him with poise and dignity, mm-hmm. and I was gonna slut it. Yeah, up. you were like he was taking it for a walk. No, he's not out there showing yeah. that shit off. He's out there showing off his beautiful wife and knowing that his penis is for her. I heard something get hit. Did you did you punch? Your I desk? did. Because <laughs> I stand for the sanctity of marriage. And you know what? Respecting your wife? That's car magic. Ooh, Good night. I'd love that one.